This is episode four of Dave and Viv Boardman's Adventures in Retirement. This covers us leaving Paris, spending a few days around the Beauvais area, then on to Lille and Dusseldorf. Hopefully a slightly better sound quality as we are now recording it directly onto a phone and then converting it into a WAV file to be put on the computer because the sound on our cheap laptop was terrible, to be frank. So, leaving Paris, um, we managed to get to Gare du Nord on the metro, not much problem. Uh, but then in the Gare du Nord, we were very confused. We had tickets on our phone, um, but they only seem to tell you at the last minute what platform your train's going to be on, don't they? Yeah, so you kind of crouch there like a sprinter, because it's massive, isn't it? God? It is. It's like, it's like a town. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we're used to sort of two platforms on Hebden Bridge Railway Station. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'd started off on platform 13. I think it could have been anywhere where yeah. we had to go. Luckily. Luckily, we were standing next to platform 17 looking at a screen and it suddenly flashed up your train's on platform 18 <laughs> so we dashed down there there was a thing there was a thing we didn't know whether we were supposed to sort of wave our phone next to it or not je valet and valet um but yeah what the hell uh so we just got on the train and as it was <laughs> No bugger, no bugger checked our tickets anyway. No, they didn't. Yeah. And there was an upstairs on the train. Wasn't yes, really oh, like the, that. Yes, yeah. lovely trains. Yeah. Lovely trains. Oh, the trains are lovely. Just getting yeah. on the buggers. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we got to um, Beauvais, uh, about an hour and 20 minutes on the train. And uh, a lovely train it was indeed, as we just said. Uh, and uh, we were met by Roger Smart. Who, oh, I didn't uh, know that was his what, other name. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my brother Noel put us in touch with him. They worked together in uh, Brussels in the mid-80s, I think. Uh, and he met us, took us to uh, for lunch to a bar called uh, Au Bureau, um, which is very similar. I've seen similar things in England. It's called The Office. So that so, people can say, I'm at the office, darling. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he sort of made an impression on you, didn't he? He was a lovely I bloke. I thought he was lovely. He's one of these sort of really lovely guys who's a kind of um, slightly absent-minded professor type, very academic. He's a linguist. Um, but then he forgets where he's put his car or his keys or, you know, whatever. Um, so, yes, I really liked him. And I'm glad his surname's smart because he kind of is. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. so he took his on a sort of, you know, nice walk around. Uh, mm. He sort of helped you find somebody to get your, your nails done, didn't he? He did, yeah, but he didn't really understand what I wanted. And when we found someone and he spoke to them on the phone, he offered to go in with me so he could translate. And I thought, no, he doesn't know. It's a bit like you with the face wipes. He didn't know what I wanted in English. So, you know, basically you went in there and you were talking woman with the woman in there. Yes, and we got on perfectly well and she understood what, understood? Yeah. Understood what I wanted, which was a manicure and nail varnish, not gels but roger wouldn't have known what gels were anyway so yeah, and he wouldn't have been alone there mm. uh me and roger 
waited in a nearby bar. And we stayed at Roger's lovely house with him. It's a proper French house with the shutters that get drawn at night and the log burner, but uh, with a massive garden. Absolutely lovely. Yeah, and chairs and a table outside. Oh, just... Oh, it's proper French when he's closed the shutters at night. <laughs> yeah. In, in a lovely little village called uh, St John's. Probably Ooh. pronounced wrongly. Sounded uh, good to me. We, we went out for a, a lovely pizza at uh, Le Raffaello, I think it was called. Yes, in the village, in the little square. Yes. And uh, we went for a walk, didn't we? Mm -hmm. And you and he walked along the river and talked about it. Absolutely, and, uh, and I noticed yet again in a very, very small French village, the sports facilities... Um, it seems to be normal. They have like they had cricket, they had uh, hockey pitches, a couple of football pitches, tennis courts, mm. uh, all in this little tiny village. Um, I mean, Roger said it was because they don't have space in the schools for these facilities, but neither do English schools increasingly, do no, they? No, you know, no, not state them, schools. Any have been sold off, but no. you know, open to the public. Um, France is so far ahead of uh, England on local sports facilities, as we've noticed before. A level playing field, if you will. It <laughs> would be nice. <laughs> After we'd stayed at Rogers, we went to Lille, and that involved uh, Roger giving us a lift to the railway station at Beauvais, from where we went back to Paris and Gardenau to get a bus. To Lille. Yeah, we had to change at a place called Cray, didn't we? We did. And yeah. a bit more, a bit more railway confusion there because um, we were, we, according to the sign, we were supposed to be on uh, platform two, voir two. Mm. Um, then this, this of, uh, lovely French bloke said, "No, no, EC, EC." Platform three. Yeah, took uh, us over there. Us and sort of half a dozen Irish blokes all dashed over there, and we had no idea whether we were getting on the right train or not. <laughs> so two of them. Got, going yeah, at the we same stuck time. with the guy who was going to Paris. Yeah, as he called it, and uh, fortunately somebody checked our ticket, so we could just dash out of there and head towards um, Percy Saint bus station, which is the most horrible bus station I've ever been to. The whole place smelt of wee. There was nowhere to sit down. So you couldn't sit and eat your butties, which we, you know, had the foresight to get. Uh, so we had to go outside for that. And um, that was a bit more pleasant because it was one of those kind of keep fit parks with oh, equipment. Yeah, yeah. And all these buff young men were swinging about. Is that why you wanted to wait outside? <laughs> well, you couldn't blame me, given what the bus station was like anyway. Fair point. And we got the Flix bus. Yeah. I'm sure we will talk about Flix bus as a service at a, at a future podcast. Yes. But three hours later, we got to Lille. The yeah. bus station there was a complete opposite. Yes. yes, yes. And Lille itself is lovely. But where we'd booked our hotel, uh, which was an IBIS budget, um, was yeah, a bit um, 
dodgy. It wasn't particularly budget either. It was quite costly, but it, it was in uh, a, a dodgy area. There was um, a lady on the corner who we thought at first was a bit sort of lost and maybe had been abandoned by a chap. And then she was there again later and she was there again later and we realised that was where she plies her trade. Yes, <laughs> yes, that kind of area. We had a lovely day at Lille, didn't we? Um, we went to the zoo. <laughs> it just we were in this park, you know. It's a zoo round here, and there were loads of school kids, weren't there? That David Attenborough would have uh, enjoyed watching them. Um, but yeah, loads of different animals with them. Sort of a, a gibbon walking us of rope like a tightrope. Uh, yeah, tapir, near some pelicans. A couple of rhinos. <laughs> a tapir. <laughs> yeah, and uh, all kinds of like exotic, massive, massive, what are they called? Turtles, tortoises. Tortoises, yeah, yeah giant tortoises, yeah. which got nearly the size of the yeah. rhinos. Yeah. yeah, and it was so unexpected. It reminded me of a time years ago when we were in uh, the Phoenix Park in, in Dublin. And we were just walking around and walked past some bushes and turned to our left and there was a rhino next to us and realised <laughs> we, were, we were at the zoological garden. We hadn't realised it, it was very similar. No plans to go to a, a zoo at all. Um, but also the wonder around the town was... Oh, yeah, Lille Old Town is lovely. And then Lille New Town had... A Primark, where it was able to get a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and so such a nice, cheap hoodie. I got one too. Yeah. Yeah, but the old town was very sort of bohemian, arty. Mm. Sat in Cobble a big streets. square, had a, had a sort mm. of couple of beers mm. uh, outside the uh, Notre Dame Cathedral. Really interesting old place. Yeah. With amazing art. Uh, anyone who's a Catholic will know what the Stations of the Cross are. It's different sort of uh, images of um, Christ, you know, with a cross on his back and going through to, you know, when he sort of rises from the dead and everything. But the art was so amazing and modern art in this yeah. old church. It was a bit like Picasso, <laughs> wasn't it? It was these sort of tri <clears throat> triangular faces, mm. you know, all... Yeah. Close up and with strange faces. Yeah, I'm not but, sure what the style was, <coughs> but it was like really mm. amazing, absolutely amazing stuff. Yeah, and, and you yeah. could still see what was going on in mm. every picture. Yeah. Yeah. And very different from Paris as well. Very sort of like you know, it was in Flanders, very much, very Belgian sort of place. Yeah, it is. It's like a cross between France and Belgium, isn't it? Yeah, definitely recommend a trip to Lille for anyone who's thinking about going to any part of France, or Belgium for that matter. It was especially nice to uh, follow our friend Marianne's recommendation to go to Rue Gand, which she said, Little Street in Lille, full of bistros and restaurants. And it turned out it was just round the corner from our hotel, which meant that we didn't have to pass the unfortunate lady. Um, it was the other end it was of the, the street. Round the other corner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the less unsavoury end of the street turned the corner, and there was all these lovely bistros and restaurants. So we went in a, a crepery, and had uh, had our food there, really nice. And um, thank you, Marianne. And you can get. All kinds of food up and down Rue Gand. You can. Definitely. Yeah, so that's another recommendation for anyone. And Marianne um, lives in Amsterdam, and we were supposed to be visiting her on this trip, but sadly she's massively busy 
and was actually in Paris when we were in Lille. We've been on a bus for two and a half hours, travelling from Lille to Dusseldorf. Yeah, we, we got up at seven o'clock in order to do that, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. The uh, decent breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we've still got about another two and a half hours to go before we get to Dusseldorf. We've just left Antwerp. Mm-hmm. First time ever in Antwerp. Yes. Well, and it'll be the first time in Dusseldorf as well. In first time in Germany. Yeah. Met a, a lovely German yesterday, though, didn't we? Oh, wasn't he lovely? Yeah, yeah with, a, with a disabled son that he was taking round the zoo in a wheelchair. And um, we met him in the exotic house, didn't we? Yes, <laughs> the little zoo. Yeah. So it seems interesting now that he uh, wanted to make sure we knew that German people were okay. Yeah. Saying, yeah, and you need to do things and experience them, not just make up your mind beforehand. Mm-hmm. Sound advice. Yeah, okay, so let's uh, get to Dusseldorf in time to have some lunch and find our hotel. Yeah, we're due to get there about half one, I think, aren't we? We are indeed. Okay. <laughs> yeah.